0: Welcome to our Eurovision 2022 special. Previous listeners might know that we've done a Eurovision 2021 special and recorded a history of Eurovision bunch of episodes with my darling father paulo mendes george so you might want to check those out as well uh, before you check out this one the way it works fran and i have listened to all 40 eurovision songs from this year's contest and picked our five favorites and our five least favorites let's see if we agree or disagree if there are some overlaps and i hope that you enjoy as we release this on the day of the first semi-final woohoo oh Hang on, yeah. What are we calling this podcast?
1: <laughs> Was it over underrated?
0: Over underrated.
1: Sous Over underrated.
0: Welcome to another episode of Over Underrated with Fran and Babs. How are you doing today, Fran, on a sunny afternoon?
1: it actually is a sunny afternoon in sunny in sunny Bournemouth um i'm fine i have been eating um a lot of grapes and a lot yeah why not and uh, the weather's out so grapes are out and i've realized i have nothing in the fridge apart from a pepper a tub of butter and a burger.
0: So, i did see that picture of your fridge and it did look a bit tragic i must say but what what are you planning to fill your fridge with
1: well um because i'm too busy doing this i can't cook so i think i might have to do a sneaky dominoes
0: oh what's mm. your domino's order um i was
1: gonna have a ham and mushroom as, as a staple diet i don't go for any bullshit. i, I don't have any stuffed crusts or anything crazy how about yourself
0: uh you know whatever is happening vegetarian wise uh, with dominoes obviously and i've started going for pizza hut pizza again for the first time because at least in brussels they have a beyond meat one really which is uh decent but it's very expensive so i only get it every now and again but um people keep telling me about the plant-based whopper at burger king and how it's amazing and i still haven't tried but i, I keep hearing about it and there is one in the center of brussels so i need to check that out pronto
1: it's better than the mcdonald's version
0: i haven't and tried that one either so lots of junk food to spend my money on to prop up capitalist america but we're not here to talk about capitalist america today <laughs> We
1: are talking about capitalist, mainly capitalist europe
0: <laughs> indeed because da, 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 it's our eurovision special once again uh quite excited about this it's the first time i've had people ask me like are you recording the eurovision one again um which is quite fun. Although the way it works, guys, is that we had to listen to all 40 songs from this um, year's competition. And that's a lot of songs. I thought I would do it all in one evening. I got to 25 and that's listening to them once and then watching a a live performance or a music video. And I got Eurovision fatigue for a little bit. So just to forewarn you, if you're going to do it, spread out your Eurovision listening.
1: I, I agree. I haven't watched all of the acts because... There's too many. So the only acts I've seen are the ones that we are speaking about today. Oh, right. Because, <laughs> yeah, I thought, why would I even be watching a song that I obviously don't really like or hate that much?
0: It's quite interesting, though, because, yeah, I think it can really change your opinion in both ways. And I, I think I'm going to get into that with with some of my choices because um, sometimes what, something sounds fine, but then the staging is amazing or the costumes are amazing and it elevates it or the singers aren't very good and then you're a bit disappointed. So let's see. But- it's
1: true. And like the way I did it was I had two shortlists. I had my songs. I liked shortlist and songs I hate shortlist. Well, not hate. Songs that I didn't like shortlists. And then I thought I'd watch them live to see if it changed. So mm-hmm. I, could, I could take it down to five songs and it did help a lot because yeah, watching them live and performing, it does change how the song uh sits with me, I so, say, yeah.
0: But you said uh, in our pre-recording chat that you weren't so keen this year on on the selection.
1: No, um, I think last year I had maybe a dozen I liked. Um, so this year, I think my shortlist was eight songs I liked and 14 on the crowd songs. Mm. And yeah, and maybe only one of those I actually actually like. I think like from last year, there's still two or three songs I still think about, obviously... The winner is still, like, it's quite unusual, really, but the winner is mm. now, like, a global popular band, Smash. which hasn't happened since, like, what, ABBA or something? I don't know how long yeah. it's been since a band did that. Um And, like, Victoria, I still like. But, yeah, even the the ones in my top five, I can imagine I would never listen to again after May.
0: Oh, I have definitely <coughs> listened to uh, Go A and Blind Channel quite have a really? bit. Yes, yeah. I, just, I actually listened to both of them before doing this record for the nostalgic reasons. And Go A should be coming to... I think later this year Um, so I will probably go and watch them
1: so yeah and also you can tell that a rock song won the competition because there's a lot of guitars this year guys Um,
0: a lot of guitars but a lot of beats as well there's a lot of techno beats mixed in with a bunch of other genres which I personally quite enjoy I don't know how you feel about that
1: there's a mix so what I did notice is that that's less like torch ballads, you know, like the French century. Thank God. There isn't there isn't many like traditional old school your business songs this year. Like I said, there's a lot of you no know, if it is a ballad that has something to it, like or have like a, a modern production to it rather than just a strip down a guitar and a big uh, big keychains kind of thing really.
0: Yes, although there are a lot of male vocalists who have very wide octave ranges is is what I thought. Mm-hmm. There's there's two or three where it's like, let's let's make them sing the whole range. Um, but I actually think it's a similar quality to last year I had issues narrowing down my favourites actually there's probably ten that I had to kind of move around I think there's maybe more songs that I'm meh about Mm. than last year but the ones I like I quite like Um, and yeah I think I'm really glad because two of your underrated ones are ones that were on my list a little bit so I'm glad that we'll get to talk about them um but yeah, I thought that I, I really I really enjoyed the beats. The production has stepped up. It made me think of how like it feels more K pop in production rather than European. Yeah, no, I guess yeah,
1: I haven't thought of that. So yeah, you're, you're right.
0: <laughs> um and then I've also written lots of songs end quite abruptly. I I really noticed that uh I was really taken by surprise, and I mean, I guess it's the, maybe the Eurovision li- three minute limitation, but I don't remember it being like that in other years. And there's a lot of raspy voices as well. um I think last year there were lots of female singers sounding like the female singers of the day, like Billie Eilish. There's a little bit of that this year. There's mm. a lot of raspy trying to be meaningful and soulful voices, and yeah, I wasn't such a fan of that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. So I, I think with myself. Uh... Apart from my two playlists, the other 20 songs, I've completely forgotten about. If you name a country, I have no idea how it goes. Like Australia, you two, they're quite a big hitter. I have no idea how it goes. So, so like, like I said, there's a lot of songs that just went over my head. I thought they're just your vision. Like, they do nothing for me, or but I don't hate them, I don't love them. And I think this year, like you said, I think there's a lot more of that than it was last year. I think last year, I could probably if i heard like 10 seconds i didn't see i think oh yeah 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 that's that song but um this year i think a lot of them just just blur into one because usually if Irish usually i know like the irish century usually stands out that's like i've no idea how that goes looking at it now brook fat rich i have yeah, no idea i remember
0: yeah um but is it because we haven't watched the semi-finals yet because mm. i have to say last year was the first time that i watched the semi-finals and the final I'd never done that before so i think just that repeated exposure and discussing it more with other people i think makes the songs more memorable i i think by by the end of eurovision week you're gonna you're gonna be on top of things
1: yeah and to be fair i actually quite enjoyed the semi-finals yeah i, I felt like i was the only person that i knew who bothered to watch it but because uh, I, I had some songs in the race i was like you know i hope those five i've chosen get through to the final
0: Well uh, I will give a shout out once again to Stephanie and Riku um, who I I mentioned in a previous episode this season because I watched one of the semi-finals with them and I decided to make sangria and basically they came over to my house and had to drive home so Stephanie wasn't drinking and Riku and I absolutely demolished um, a very very strong sangria with gin in it and got smashed on a Tuesday watching the first semi-final and that was fantastic. And then, um, the final I watched with my dad, his husband, Francis and Riku, uh, unfortunately Stephanie had abandoned us to go and watch it with her family at the coast. And, uh, I think we stayed up until possibly two or 3am to the point where we were even watching like the press conference afterwards. And it got to a point where we were quite existential and thought like, this, this is too much Eurovision actually, too, too, too much Eurovision. And, um, because my dad, obviously Paulo Mendes George, big Eurovision fan, check out our previous episodes with him. Uh he lives in Luxembourg, but he was in Belgium. He couldn't vote. He couldn't text because he didn't have you know, he wasn't in Belgium with a Belgian phone number. So he made me and Riku vote. And I think we both spent about five Euros just texting because I just kept being like, <laughs> vote for Finland, vote for Ukraine. Uh so yeah, that was that was my last year's Eurovision experience. This year, I don't have plans to watch the semi-finals with anyone. Um, but I should be going to 11 to watch the Eurovision semi-finals, including potentially with some Ukrainian people, which should mm-hmm. be very moving. So, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, let's see, let's see who's going to win this year. I mean, obviously, I think we've discussed it, and a lot of people are thinking that it's very likely that Ukraine will win. Uh, and you know, that's not too bad a thing to be honest in in my mind. But let's uh, let's see.
1: I think the odds are like ridiculous. I think it's forty five percent to ukraine then the next one down is a nine percent chance that's so it's like it'd be a massive shock if the ukraine uh don't win the eurovision mm. um it, that's i said to you earlier is that does it spoil it a little bit but no no, no. But, but i like that's my issue with eurovision a lot of people in the uk is like why can't it just be the songs why do we have to have like you know countries that like in the, the
0: <laughs> that's the point it wouldn't be well i i think what's hilarious about eurovision is they're like no it is not political and, you know lots of people have been disqualified or have had to modify lyrics in the past because it's like i don't know referring to putin or whatever um but it's like but of course it is and of course cyprus are gonna give greece half points guys we know this okay just like accept it move on um well, okay I, having said that no I, I much prefer that we're in a situation now where it's jury and public vote. um mm-hmm. i have to say i found it quite moving this year seeing all the youtube comments underneath all the videos because um it's just every single song, because I watched, all, I think, every every single mm. uh, live performance. Every single song pretty much only has positive comments underneath it. so And it's just global, you know. So it's like, wow, well done to Albania from Japan. Well done to Lithuania from Indonesia. Lots of people commenting from the, from Ukraine. And other people commenting underneath like, oh, it's sending my love, you know, like uh, Slava Ukraine. Hang on, how do you pronounce it? I actually wrote this down. Um, Slava Ukraine, you know, the the kind of uh, hail Ukraine slogan. Uh, and I was like, oh, like, like I, do, I do get emotional about Eurovision sometimes so I'm just like just, just
1: bringing all these people together from around the world what I have noticed is that there's a lot of Americans a lot of Americans on YouTube um, I don't know if that's because of the film has given it a, a certain wind and isn't America doing their own Eurovision this year or something and Canada mm. as well
0: so yeah America's already done it I think and Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson were the presenters? Okay. Oh, actually, uh-huh.
1: they're, they're the winners. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> what
1: a duet that would be.
0: I think the reception was lukewarm from okay. what I saw. But I think it's quite difficult to replicate because I, I guess, okay, some US states have a very strong identity. And I'm thinking mm. Texas, California. But I don't know. Like, obviously, the US is home to a lot of different genres. But Europe is home to more and precisely what I love about Eurovision is um a lot of folk music is is reimagined um so just like i don't know if you just look at the balkan countries alone you have so many varieties there and i think with the us like of course you could have like a hip hop song a country song a pop song a rock song but um yeah i have to say i i didn't i didn't i wasn't very motivated to watch it and I don't think I've missed out. But if you think we're wrong, get in touch. Overrated. My first overrated pick is I Am What I Am by Emma Muscat from Malta, who I knew she'd be Maltese from the surname. This is quite interesting on like how much bias did we not have when when listening to the songs? Because sometimes you were you were thrown because people were singing languages that you didn't understand. But I was like, Muscat, the ex-prime minister slash president of Malta was Muscat. Uh, is she going to be Maltese? She is, and from a, from a rich family as well. I thought this was quite a bombastic song, but cynically so, is, is how I would describe it. The beginning sounds a lot like That's Just the Way It Is by Bruce Swansby. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you thought that as well. Um, but yeah, it just reminded me of like other middling Eurovision songs, slightly annoying, slightly saccharine. She has a nice voice. Uh, the performance that I saw, she's playing on a piano, which is nice. She seems charismatic and talented, but I found it a very uninspiring song. What did you think?
1: So, on the first run through, this actually made my decent list. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because it was melodic and it makes it stood out. <laughs> and then, on a, then, when I went deeper, I thought, oh no, this is not good. And then oh, I watched the music. That's the mu- strange
0: that it would be that way around and not the other way around.
1: And then I watched the music video. I've not heard a live, but the music video is so fucking cliche. Mm-hmm. It's literally got a spotty teenager, um, a a BBW, uh, a trans person, an elderly lady, and it's hey, it doesn't matter who you are, kids, we all love you. It's like fuck sake. I'm uh, like go Germany again. last year. Yeah, right? literally. Yeah. It's like, oh, here we go. And yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, it just got more cheesy and cheesy and i prefer mark Cohen's version of i am what i am um i don't know that version well it, i am what i am don't try right. it's like <laughs> download it guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> download it <laughs>
1: um but i think we are gonna be fine cods the odds are this is the 25th favorite and i think that would mean it won't make it because of the the five classic entries that go through Mm. If you're 25th and you're not Germany, France, Italy, etc., then you're not going to probably get through.
0: Yeah, I just think there are there are there are much better songs. And actually, I rated all the songs out of 10 this year, and I gave this uh. one a three.
1: <laughs> I haven't. I probably gave it a. I give it a five because at first I thought it was harmless, mm. and then when harmless. I picked... harmless. <laughs> Whereas now
0: it's, now it's how dare how dare they try to spread acceptance? Fuck them!
1: Okay, so my first ovary to pick is Germany again with malik Harris singing a rock star. And have you heard of somebody called Louis Capaldi?
0: I have. Uh, I didn't make the connection because I don't know enough about Louis Capaldi, but I can well believe you.
1: So, if you know Louis Capaldi's biggest hit. This is exactly the same song, but he's mm. thrown in a rap from the nineties in it. <laughs> and have you heard the song "Stand" by Eminem?
0: <laughs> I have. Do you remember but... the rap from that? Hmm. Oh, I didn't. I, I think I need to listen to it again. I because I like "Stand" by Eminem, and I did not. No I! Like right,
1: but I mean, I'd probably not steal the same, exactly the same flow. So mm. yeah. So I, I believe that Malik is an American German artist and. Yeah, I think if you're stealing from two master songs and the Louis Capaldi one is hideously us the theft because that came out two years ago. So, you know, mm. it seems a bit like it's maybe not an accident. The only good thing I can say about this is that he's wearing a nice yellow T-shirt, which he does often. So Tom from Pappy to be proud. But apart from that, i give it a two out of uh, 12. Was it 10, is it?
0: Two out of 10. A two out yeah. of 10. So, Fran, this was also on my overrated list. Um... And I've written that I prefer Nerd's song rockstar or even Nickelback song rockstar to this. I found this was boring, soulless pop that I don't believe in. And equally, the the rap doesn't add very much. And once again, Germany, you're bringing too much earnestness. I I can't handle it. It's not for me, I'm afraid. But did you know that what inspired him to write a song...
1: Apart from Lewis Capaldi. then tell me.
0: Uh, So, it says I'm quoting directly from Wikipedia. Rockstars was written after Harris watched his favourite episode of The Office finale. A quote from character Andy Bernard was that, I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. And that inspired him to write the song. Oh. Interesting. I mean, it is interesting that a show like The Office would inspire this young man to write this song. But...
1: But why uh, are Germany trying... Like you said earlier about, you know, having your your folky style in Germany don't seem to ever sound German <laughs> in recent or recent series at, at all I mean
0: I guess that being German wasn't very fashionable in recent mm. years you know famously kind of the 2006 World Cup was the first time that people started being a bit patriotic again since the Second World War uh, and I mean I wouldn't mind some German Schlager music which I think we've <laughs> oh, talked um, about
1: papa, yeah
0: I, I mean that would actually be some people in dirndles it would be like you know the Polish milkmaids or, mm. or whatever it was but i guess is it that they want to take it seriously because they did win recently with with lena and satellite and that was you know a fine pop song but i think i think they i think that you're right they're playing it a bit too safe so yeah i mean i wouldn't mind a bit of uh, um, papa in Deutsch. um yeah give it a try germany come on
1: <laughs> so what's your next pick
0: my next pick is italy Potentially controversially because, so Italy's entry this year is uh, someone who's been there before, Mahmoud, uh, who sang the amazing Soldi in 2019. Do you know that song, Fran? I don't know. It's it's extremely catchy, right? And so when I saw that Mahmoud was there again, I was like, oh, he's very charismatic, a very good singer. Oh, okay. He's singing with another man. But I just really, really didn't like the song, "Brividi," which means shivers, by the way. Um, I thought it was really disappointing um both listening to the song and then watching the live performance so Mahmood is singing with a guy called Blanco they clearly have some chemistry and uh you know they're very cheesy lyrics and there's maybe a bit of like nice homoeroticism going on which I'm usually a, a big fan of but it just it really did nothing for me like the ending with the kind of more intense vocals almost saves it but um yeah, I, I put this in here, I think, because I was just expecting so much because I love Soldi so much, but this did not do it for me.
1: Was his um, earlier song a ballad? Was it a fast song? Or... It was a faster song. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he yeah. changed key. It's interesting yeah. to follow the winner, Mantgen, via, you with know, a, a duet. Um, yeah. It doesn't do much for me. It's just two men uh, intensely singing into each other's eyes. Uh, one look, I don't think, translates too well into English. Uh, even if sex is not the way out from the bottom um, <laughs> well maybe it does <laughs> well maybe on purpose who knows, who knows? but yeah um, it feels like they're trying to go for some sort of uh, emotional content but I felt nothing unfortunately for this um, it's second favourite to win the competition no yeah you're kidding yeah, me yeah I don't know if that's because of last year um, being on home soil will help a little bit but yeah I usually it uh, doesn't you know Hartley Blanco is a trap artist do you know much about
0: trap um, I know that it is a genre of rap I know that it comes from trapping which means selling drugs that is a something I only learnt when I watched the film Moonlight because he says I'm trapping and I was like oh what and then I looked it up uh, uh, but yeah I mean that is the kind of modern rap that became popular hmm. in the tens and is I guess starting to fade in popularity now but still present but yes this is, this is not trap
1: maybe we needed more trap
0: yeah come on Italian trap why not bring it on but I, I guess yeah i don't i don't know Mahmood beyond soldi so i wonder if it's just like yeah two artists where it's not really their style and i mean i i, I can't fault the live performance and their their vocals but it's it is really just the song the song is really boring
1: unfortunately my next bit speaking of her boring songs um i'm going for switzerland with boys do cry uh, see what he's done there and um, this guy is called Marius Bear he is a 14th favourite to win he's had 650,000 Spotify plays and uh, I enjoyed the last recent tree I mean of, did it come second or third last year uh,
0: G. John Steers mm. yeah third
1: hmm. Yeah. so uh, I was hoping Fourth? for more but um, you're speaking about uh, husky voices and raspy voices and he does have a jazzy vocal but the, the lyrics are fucking appalling um you know he says that sometimes airplanes fall out the sky and sometimes boys may cry i'm thinking more boys are crying than mass masses of deaths on airplanes (laughs) i'm hoping into it's a little
0: Or is that the point fran is that the point that even though planes only fall out the sky i don't know three times a year
1: true i mean i cry at least three times a month so
0: yeah and that is healthy everyone um But again, it's it's quite funny that you've picked another one with, like, a good message that you would get on board with. But just... Oh, yeah. Try, it, harder. Try
1: harder. Try harder. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's very, very dull. Um, it's a 14th favourite, so you'll probably see it in the final. How about you?
0: Fran, you've picked another one from my overrated list. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, I, ha- I wrote, listen, I hate toxic masculinity, but this is a boring Disney ballad. Mm. He's really fit um he is an ex-construction worker which i thought was quite interesting so it's like you know nice that someone like that is bringing this message but yeah i thought it was quite boring i wonder if the staging on the day will will change it because you know there's definitely potential there to make it a bit epic and a bit more engaging Mm -hmm. but yeah from what i saw the performance i saw was like him singing with a with a pianist Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like it's yeah again i don't i don't Hate it. I, I don't think I hate a single song this year, and there have been plenty of Eurovisions where I've hated plenty of songs. But it's just not my cup of tea. 3.5 three, 3. out of ten.
1: Oh, I give it. Yeah, I give it a, a four. Oh,
0: and Brividi. Hang on, Brividi. I gave I think four, four and a half.
1: The, uh, the Italian one. I give the Italian a, one. Yeah, I give it a five because they they sing well, but just not with my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, Did so.
1: Move on to San Marino. Mm. Um, Not too far from Italy. um, With the stripper. Lau. you say it for me?
0: Achille Lauro, I'm guessing. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
1: He he is 20th to win, so he may get to the final. With 1.3 million Spotify plays. Mm. Um, So, when I mentioned that there's a lot more guitars, this seems to be the most influenced by last year's Victor uh, main skin. It's very similar. Although, this guy has no original ideas, and the main bass line has been annoying me what it is. Is it Goldfrap?
0: I don't
1: dun, know what it is. Yeah, it's a lot of rock cliches. It's got, like, borrowed glam rock lyrics and haze and lots of pop culture references don't really make any sense. About. Uh,
0: he mentions personal Jesus, right yeah, I'm
1: shocked. Uh, Britney Spears, Madonna, but I... He event says I'm your beagle and she's my cowboy. She uses my heart like a sex toy. And like, I've got no you're just picking random words, aren't you, mate? Um, he isn't a great singer. He mm-hmm. I put it down, but he does have a nice set of tattoos.
0: Yeah. So this was also one of my let's say lesser favourites, but it, it definitely it definitely wouldn't have made my my bottom five. I think he is budget machine gun kelly and yeah definitely i feel like he's he's here because monoskin won last year Mm. but so many people in the comments were like oh actually he's been famous for like six seven years so i I can believe that i can believe that like he has been making this kind of music for a while and you know it just so happened that Mm. he maybe thought to put himself forward and 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 he thought to win but yeah i i thought it felt like a mesh of ideas written by too many songwriters and i think there are a lot of songwriters on this And I don't really know what I thought about the football chanting as well. Um, Yeah, a lot going on. I like an androgynous man with sleepy eyes and, you know, blackmail varnish. So aesthetically, he's very pleasing. Um, But I agree that he's not the best singer compared to others. And yeah, I gave this a 6 out of 10.
1: I think when I first heard it, I thought he was singing in Italian. I had to listen close to what well, I was actually singing in English. Well, it's um, both, isn't it? Is like, it ready? Oh, is it ready?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's both. It's both. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: That explains it. Yeah, but um, yeah, not the best. Um, I guess, yeah, because of the success of last year, you're going to get a lot more rock people getting As we'll see. Picked, As we'll see. picked through. So, yeah, so my next choice um, is Slovenia with a band called LP with the song Disco. And LP stands for Last Pizza Slice yes it does it's odds are uh, the 36th sorry it probably won't qualify mm-hmm. um it's what, really fucking annoying it's uh, a, <laughs> it's like a poor man's bruno mars um Ooh. sort of doing like a, a funk i mean it says disco it's not even disco if it was disco i'd be on board but it's like some sort of lounge room funk and this is a song that when you watched the video it went down even further because they have some really horrible force like interplay between itself uh, and lots of like sort or winks and stuff. And yeah, I really did not enjoy this uh, at all, at all.
0: I'm surprised that the hate is so visceral. I have well, to say.
1: Uh, have you seen them play live yet?
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw them before. Which... Oh, I d- I
1: didn't like the keyboardist. Like he doing some really horrible gurning, sort of. Like we're having so much fun, guys.
0: But you know what? Okay, maybe I'm biased because yeah. So this was in the mid range for me. I didn't, mm. I didn't hate it, but it's another six out of ten um i thought they sounded a lot like dathy freya basically like they were dathy freya pretenders um but they're only 17 to 19 years old so when i saw that i was like you know what fair play boys because that is very young and i think they're dressed very formally they must be you know it must be quite intimidating so that warmed me to them a little bit and they're singing in slovenian which is nice and yeah for me i wrote it's catchy but it's not really for me but have you read the lyrics
1: i haven't but ash supergrass lord They're all younger and do better work. No excuse. No excuse,
0: guys. Fair enough. But the lyrics are, we were at the disco when LPS was playing. My car was flashing some lights again. Jvijes, sorry, fucked up the solo. And I thought then that you're looking away too much. This gaze, full of infidelity, was too known to me already because I'm watching you. Paintings are watching me from the wall. They accompany my every step. Each of them reminds me of a memory. My heart is soaking in tears. With each beat, my blood blows so my blood blows slower. So would you have thought those were the lyrics?
1: That does not match at all what they look Ooh. like or sound like. Wow, that's interesting, isn't it?
0: Right? So the gurning is not matching the uh, heart soaking in tears, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, but apparently there's a new genre called new disco, which has come from the the Icelandic group. And apparently this is part of that. So maybe it's a a mainland Europe genre I'm not aware of yet.
0: Oh, okay. They're saying it's like it's got origins in Italo disco, which uh, which I do know. But uh, interesting. Well, I have to check that out.
1: So to Moldova with uh, a word I cannot pronounce.
0: Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me see if I if I've got it. Oh, uh, well, I've I've gone for trenitol. It means the little train.
1: Yep. And the band are called.
0: Uh, zdob the zdob is what I'm going to go for, which apparently is the onomatic Oh my god, onomatopoeic sound for a drum. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Uh, they are on twenty-fourth, so they may qualify. Um but yeah, this is like kind of like a pol- polka uh song sang by a scar singer about a train journey from Chechnya to uh is it Bucharest? B- um yeah. No
0: idea.
1: Yeah. It's uh it's quite repetitive. Uh once you heard that melody, it's gonna go round and round again until you have a headache. Um, um he even said the chorus is hey ho let's go and is this the remote ramones legacy i hope not it's no go go bordello um it's an it's a a two out of uh, ten for me
0: well so you know fran this almost made my top five i (laughs) love this song i think it's really catchy i like that it's kind of it's got a rap It's they talk about folklore and rock and roll I love the clap along at the end I imagine that it must be quite fun to, to watch live and it must be elevated by watching it live and I gave this a 7.5 out of 10 oh,
1: have you Nine. seen the video it's quite interesting
0: yes it's fun <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, the video is better than the song I mean to be fair <laughs> we wish you the best of luck in the competition
0: Bunzuya <laughs>
1: <laughs> so finally to your last pick
0: so my last pick, Fran, uh, is your first underrated pick. This, You know, mm. we've been agreeing mostly so far. Yeah, okay, there was there was over there in the middle. But um, it is Sweden. Hold Me Closer, Cornelia Jacobs. So where I listened to this. Uh, I listened to all 40 songs on a title playlist in alphabetical order of artist. And so we're on CO. This was the 10th song and the first one that I didn't like. And I was so surprised that it was Sweden because sweden are normally very good at eurovision and i was shocked that they would send something boring and forgettable um she has a raspy voice i actually don't mind it here i think it actually adds a bit of edge to the to the song and having at her performance it's quite simple but yeah she's, she's very engaging and, and charismatic but i unfortunately think it's boring paint my numbers pop with crappy guitars and cynical strings i'm sorry fran
1: <laughs> luckily for her i love uh crappy strings and so, um so for me when i first heard the uh, the playlist list was the the first one that stood out uh-huh. yes i mean yes it, it's yeah it's plastic pop um it's got great three this pop production i i thought um it's had 15 million plays on Spotify already. They always, seem to, they always, Sweden always yeah. seems to kind of, in my way, cheat it a little bit. Like they always seem to be like pop hits before they even get to your vision. It's third favorite to win the competition. Um, yeah, um, Cornelia was in a girl band called Love Generation, who then became Stockholm Syndrome. I don't think That's it's named it. after any of the songs by Muse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in a, in the live version, have you seen her live?
0: Yeah. It's fine.
1: Yeah, she's not wearing shoes, but it does help. Yes. I think Sandy Shaw won uh, shoeless uh, in the day.
0: But Amayas uh, from Radio got nil, nilpa, not wearing any shoes uh, in Spain, So, you know, you win some, you do some, I think. So some
1: people, you know, some boy bands famously start on the stool and then leave, but she starts on the floor and then ends up standing up at the end.
0: Like Torvald and Dean doing their ice cream. Oh, yes.
1: I think that's what she got over. To... <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's got husky vocal, and I said at least she doesn't rely on any sort of like high note or key changes. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just a it's just a decent pop melody. My um,
0: favourite.
1: Yeah. got oh, well, Sweden. Sweden, isn't it? But yeah, I, you know, it's, it, like I said, I don't think I'd ever listen to this after this uh, podcast. But I think it's a strong pop melody. I can imagine this being on the radio. Hey, podcast lovers. Now available. A new podcast experience featuring exclusive mini series like Food Faves. An all new series that takes a fun look at everyone's real first true love food. Milky Way Marvels. A lighthearted astronomy series where we explore the fascinating wonders of our galaxy. Pop culture icons. An entertaining, nostalgic look back at various nouns in popular culture. Plus more. Relax. Enjoy, listen, laugh, and maybe even learn. Podcast presented by Sonic Embassy. Now streaming everywhere you listen.
0: Access quick links to your favorite places to listen now at solo.to slash sonic embassy. Underrated. So what's your first underrated pick?
1: My first? Uh, underrated pick is the Grease Century um by Amanda Tenford. Who knows how you pronounce it? Tenfjord you know? I would guess. Tenford. They die together. Uh, Amanda is half Greek, half Norwegian. Yep. Um, it's a, it's the uh fifth favourite to win. It has 1.6 million Spotify players already. Pantsuits mm. is in the same class as Sigrid in, in Norway oh, mm. And has been an artist since 2014
0: She's very young
1: Yeah, she is. Um, Yeah, it, it's uh, not about dying of COVID It's about a dying relationship It kind of has Billy Iris vibes the, yeah, Exactly what I wrote The, the studio version is has quite treated vocals um and it's got like a almost Hans zimmer slick production to it Was i'm a fan of but i then listened to the acoustic version because i can't find her doing a live one and the acoustic version which strips away that um three vocals works very well and i enjoyed it so i'm wondering what she will do on today well of course she, she can't have she has to sing properly live she can't have treated vocals can she so she yeah. has to sing it yeah so um i thought that it's got great melody i can imagine some people uh have a tear in her eye because she sings it quite beautifully it's got quite uh quite um dark depressing lyrics and in a in a a good way and i think that she will definitely be up there uh on the final to win the competition
0: did you watch the music video i did with
1: them on a a boat then you know honestly
0: like I want to go to the Greek island of Simi now. I was like, <laughs> where is this place? I, I want to go now because, yeah, definitely t- tourist board. Doing it's very quite well.
1: a sunny video for the lyrics,
0: isn't it, really? Yeah. But I guess it's like love in a beautiful mm. location. Yes. So, this for me was another mid range one. I've written that it, start, it starts a bit like, mm, what you say? <laughs> you know, the Imogen Heap song that then oh. Jason DeRudo sampled. And I was like, That's, yeah, not expecting that from Greece and yeah builds to a bond-esque modern pop song which makes me think of billy eilish the chorus definitely got stuck in my head and it's you know i know exactly what it sounds like now um especially because like you sent me the her singing it with a choir i with before listening to the choir for me this was a a five out of ten uh but after listening to it with a choir i would i would bump it up to a six because it's really beautiful um when it's stripped down only a six over choir. Yeah, it's just, it's just again. Sounds, it's... sounds like a seven. <laughs> I'll look at you. Um, yeah, I mean, because it, again, it's one of those, where it's like I can appreciate it uh, externally, but it doesn't move me very much. Do you think it
1: would win because of your vision? I
0: don't know. I, I don't know what to say anymore. I have to, it, like, all the ones that you're telling me you've done, doing really well are some of my least favourites. Mm. And I've been surprised before because in 2021 songs that i really liked did much better than i thought they would especially finland and ukraine they scored Mm. much higher than i thought they would and they were kind of less traditionally eurovisiony songs so i don't know because there there i feel like there aren't boring ballads but this is like a sweeping ballad and there are quite a few sweeping ballads mostly from men rather than the women so i don't know i think it really depends on the staging
1: it's quite interesting because I got a feeling that Greece usually do sing in their own language, and mm. this does not sound Greek at all. I mean, this no. yeah, scans it sounds complete Scandinavian. No. So maybe they are trying harder this year to maybe to win it. So I don't know what Greece's history is in your vision if they've ever won before. But yes, they have. have they? well, yeah. I think I think they've got a good chance of this year. So what's your first underrated?
0: Well, speaking of uh, countries not sending the languages that you would normally send, uh, my first one is France, because they have submitted a song in Breton uh, Mm -hmm. called, I think, Fulen by Alvan and Ahej. Apparently, this is Celtic electronica. Fantastic. Didn't know that was a thing. Uh, And as mentioned, I love a reinterpretation of folk. Ukraine are normally very good at doing this. Um... I thought this was similar in vain to Cleopatra and Matahari, you know, from 2020 and 2021. Well, Cleopatra same... coming, at, coming at you? <laughs> no, 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 Cleopatra. Oh, okay. in... <laughs> no, Cleopatra, as in, you know, the woman who sang Mata Matahari oh, last yes, year, yes, yes, the, yes. from the year before she sang Cleopatra, uh, similar in vibes. I, I think this is incredibly original. I loved the beats. How many songs have a didgeridoo? Um, they're all incredibly attractive when you when you watch the staging and I, I think yes yeah, it, it moves you. Like it, it moves you in in a lot of different ways. I don't think it's gonna do very well because Thirteen, thirteenth
1: thirteenth just odds
0: Oh thirteenth, okay, that's better mm. than, than I thought. Because yeah, I guess it's in a language that people don't really know and it might be a bit out there. But I it really it really yeah, it, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the lyrics once I understood what they were. In the darkness of the woods germinates the night. The stars appear in the restless rustle. A feminine shadow twirls at the light of a torch. By making wild beasts, I dance. I steal the fire from their gaze full of desire and turn it into a song to sing in unison. She dances with the devil. So what? I dance with the devil. So what? Mm. There we go. So, yeah, I think once you know that and once you get, yeah, the kind of nature mad vibes of the song. Yeah, I got on board. Nine and
1: a half out of ten for me. Ran? Ooh. So, yeah, when I heard it, I kind of thought it had like North African vibes. I thought maybe mm. they're from like Algeria or Tunisia with the sound mm. of it. Um, in the UK, we can't have any songs with digi because of War Paris, unfortunately. Oh,
0: that is a shame, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got a dirty synth melody, but I think I've heard a very similar thing too often that's kind of heard it from me. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean,
0: throughout this Mm. A whole competition I would say mm. But I don't mind it
1: I find it a bit dated production It sounds a bit maybe from 10 years ago um, But I'm happy that France is doing something Other than a boring torch ballad I enjoy aspects of the song But there's nothing that grabbed me um, But doesn't he play like some sort of weird guitar At one point as well in the live production, I, th-
0: I think so, and I think that is again the theme of my directed pick <laughs> instrument. That I don't know what it is. Love uh-huh. it, tick, tick.
1: So yeah, so I'm happy we're doing something different, and also you know I've not heard a song properly sung in this language before. So
0: yeah, there we go. So yeah, apparently they they did pick um, another Breton song in 1996, and I listened to it, and it was quite boring. So this is much better.
1: My pick is uh, Norway. Mm. It's going to be a, a bit of a, a theme here, guys. of <laughs> Again, like I was saying, I was say, like, I chose mine literally having not having a clue where they're from. I did it literally on the artist, so I, I had no idea, but I was picking Scandinavians. Um, so I have a song by Subruffer with Give the Wolf a Banana. Mm-hmm. Uh, odds are eighth to win, and it has 6.8 million listens already, so it yeah. has. A massive advantage. You know, this is from a country who gave you what does the fox say.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: And yeah. now we have, you know, uh wolves eating bananas. The actual verse sounds nothing like what you expect from this song. It's got kind of like a, a melaconic uh, uh sound to it, really. And when he says, I found a wolf and I would call it Keith, and I thought, What the fuck? And <laughs> my ears pricked up, and then Remember last year, we had that Lithuanian entry. Uh, yeah,
0: disc dance along. Yeah, dance along.
1: And this, I think, has a similar kind of chorus to it. Mm-hmm. In the, it's like a, I guess, is it, would I say Euro pop? Was it a bit? Is that a, a harsh quiz? Euro disco. It? Well, a new disco, is it? Yeah, or
0: yeah, I guess, yeah. It's yeah.
1: got it's got a new disco
0: chorus. Um we just learned, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fucking bonkers. It's got two guys dressed as uh, wolves with. Yellow faces, and apparently um, the guys are called Keith and Jim. And their story is that they're uh, 4.5 billion years ago, they were the most successful band in the galaxy, and now they've come to Earth. And that's a great backstory, but I think deserves at least a top ten place in your vision final.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, this is one of let's say two more obviously comical songs Mm. in the competition, and. You know, when I listened to it, I was like, this is great, but I'm not going to put it in my top five. So I'm, I'm glad that you that you have. Because, yeah, I think the music is fine, but what makes it, of course, is the lyrics, the dance routine, the staging, the costumes, even the fact that, like, when you watch the dance performance, like, uh, when they say, and that wolf, before that wolf eats my grandma, and grandma just, like, flashes up on the screen. It's just, it really, it really makes you laugh. The dance routine is simple and hilarious, and, of course, people are going to be mimicking it uh, the whole time, so I th- I think they're going to do really well. But I think yeah, it, the 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 song is not that amazing mm. musically. It is everything else, but still eight out of ten for me. I
1: do like that that verse that uh, guitar, and I called him Keith. It's kind of beautiful. Um, yeah, I think I'll probably be uh, wearing uh, that wolf mask whilst watching Your Vision. I are too.
0: Yeah, uh, I will. I will. At the very least get some uh, yellow face paint. <laughs>
1: Check out our Instagram. So what's your next pick?
0: So my next pick is one that I really kind of uh, changed my mind on a lot. It was um, Albania with Secret by, I think, Ranella Hajati is what I'm going to say. So I started listening to the song and I thought, oh no, here we go. There's some like bad violins and piano and just this woman is singing and it, it sounds like typical Eurovision, but then suddenly all these voices come in. Suddenly it's a folk song with beats. Suddenly she's rapping there's matahari vibes there's like a million things going on and i was like wow okay this completely went in in a totally unexpected direction again i got similar matahari vibes of like you know folkiness strong beats strong woman hooray then i watched it live and i don't know if it's the same version that you saw but it's one where she has like a load of dancers and a whole orchestra and stuff and on the one hand it was amazing but on the other hand her vocals were not the best so i was almost like "Mm, do i include it do i not but i'm like no i'm gonna keep it in because i think this has a lot of potential i really like the studio version and for plenty of artists at austria for example which are not on my list but were, were contenders she apparently struggled at the beginning with vocals as well but now now is much improved and I, I really hope it's the same with, with Albania because I, I think this could be absolutely brilliant and powerful on the night. Um, And and yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. What did you think?
1: I had Halo, the Austrian entry, on my shortlist for best songs. Mm. And this one was also in my mm. top eight. So this didn't make it. But do you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. If we could do this to play this again, I think this would be in my top five and I would get rid of another one. Mm. So yeah, I love the theatrical opening, the choir. They're kind of like for Janet Jackson dancers she has. Yes,
0: Janet Jackson, that's yeah, exactly okay. what it is. the, the, the Mid- Cheryl Eastern Cole. Vibes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a modern version. <laughs> I think self-esteem would have enjoyed the, mm. the production. It may, So you mentioned three minutes. This song's quite long. How long is it? It seems like about five minutes.
0: Well, I mean, it can only be three minutes.
1: Yeah, so she's so going to have to cut a lot out of it, I think. Was,
0: was the live performance longer than...
1: Yeah, yeah but, but the live performance I would be in Albania, so mm. I don't know what the
0: rules are. Um, I mean, yeah. With some of them, like they are gonna have there. Were, ugh, there was another man. I was gonna say a man song. Mm. Um, that was. I, lo- I love his man songs. Man songs. Uh, oh, okay. So the the performance is three forty six. So yeah, she's mm. gonna have to cut it down.
1: So yeah, so unfortunately, that. But then again, people were saying that. It, there isn't much singing. So I guess there'll be more singing because you've got all the instrumental sections. I think the mm. chorus is decent. I think the chorus could be like a Shakira chorus. And I think that mm. would be enough maybe to um, to get some votes. But surprisingly, it's only 21 in the list. So it's only just going to get Bring in. Bring
0: the performance level. Come on, Albania. We've got faith in you. Nine out of 10. Do it. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, but I, I like the surprise. It starts off quite different to how it ends. And that's what it's mm-hmm. a, That's what it's a highlight for me when the song offers more than you imagined at first
0: and I, I have to say most songs this year offer that what's your next pick
1: so keeping in the the typical bonkers your mission vibe i am going to latvia with eat yes, salad by ziti zeni i hope it's mm-hmm. that's pronounced um, which means other boys other boys surprising it's, it's 29th so they're saying what? it won't qualify which sh- is shocking because you this know, seems perfect for the final. Yes. It's a two million listens on Spotify. So it's got quite a lot of plays. So mm. it's got probably one of the best opening lines. And it's sad. Oh, the best opening line. But they can't say it. They can't say it on your vision,
0: can oh, they? Do you know what? I, I hope they do. Really? I, I hope, if you're listening, City's so any, that's <laughs> how you pronounce it. I mean, what what can they do? It's one word. It's mm. one word. I'm really hoping there's a little bit of anarchy in them. In a different it. context, it's a perfectly fun word. Yes, Exactly. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so the opening line is, you know, <laughs> I like my, I like, is it like my fruit and my pussy? <laughs> it's a of, juicy or something. It's, it's a bit more sophisticated than that.
0: <laughs> wow, really, really not selling it. I'm trying to look it up and laugh at the same time. No, 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 it is, instead of me, I eat veggies and pussy, I like them both fresh, I like them both juicy.
1: <laughs> what a lyric.
0: What a lyric.
1: But sadly, in the live version, he, he he mutes the word pussy but and just you know, wipes his mouth.
0: No, but the thing is, right? He wipes his mouth mm. as if he's wiping his mouth post kind I mean, <laughs> I think it's better to just say pussy.
1: But yeah, the live version, you know, they were wearing like smart, slick suits. They got dance moves. Again, it's a little bit Bruno Mars, as if Bruno Mars had, had more of a conscience. Um, yes, I mean, I put it down, <laughs> it's annoying as fuck and has a saxophone, but more peace, please. I like. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I, I wrote as well. This is another Daffy Freya kind of contender. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, of course, anything with a sustainable, environmental, pro-conolingus message, of course, is a song for me. It reminded me a little bit. It's, it's a less artful bike song by Mark Ronson. I don't know if you know that song. I do, yeah. With, uh, with Spankrock and the guy from The View. Although, I do think given the slick way that they look and some of the lyrics i feel like it's almost greenwashing what they're doing <laughs> because yeah it's all the cliches of like i ride a bicycle i take my jars to the grocery store and then one of the lyrics is all aboard the green titanic let's sail the world and then cruise the atlantic no ice in the way no need to panic all the signs are there let's go organic and i'm like okay first let's break this down guys ships not very environmentally friendly no ice in the way yeah i think we need to panic and going organic is not going to do anything systemic change needed now but listen the staging is good they're very cheerful i even like the fact that the symbols from the drum kit are really really shiny and yeah i just really hope that either they say pussy or people in the audience scream pussy because that's what i want to see at eurovision and i've just realized that's probably what's it's going to be the social media thing
1: yeah, and, and you yeah, know, it's, it's fun that it comes from Latvia. You mm. might imagine this would be maybe, you know, the, uh, Belgium or or Scandinavian thinking about like this sort of thing. So it's mm. quite interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I, I say so Pepe gets to the final. People need to, to hear the pussy.
0: People need to hear the pussy. Eight and a half out of ten.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I'd give, give it a nine. Mm. So, uh, what's your next pick?
0: So my next pick is going in a very different direction. I'm going for Georgia um i'm going for sikus midkus with lock me in so like who the hell are these geniuses this is prog rocket eurovision the bands that i wrote down that it reminded me of were jet sparks they might be giants granddaddy and mothers of invention like it really there's so much going mm-hmm. on the music video is amazing joyful colorful um and i saw a live performance to a very taciturn crowd where like one of them has like flowers in his beard and, and stuff like that. And yeah, Georgia have previous on this. So yeah, Fran, I sent you um, the 2016 entry Midnight Gold, which is amazing electro rock. And this is, yeah, taking it to the next level. I think it's, I, I don't think it's going to do very well, but I think this is absolutely genius. I'm su- surprised it's not in your top five, but yeah, I might be coming in for some, some critique here. Nine out of 10, can't wait to see it live.
1: So yeah, it's 23rd, so it should just mm-hmm. get into the final. So when I first heard it, I enjoyed the fat line. I thought, "Oh, here we go," but I, I can't. Yeah, but I can't get past the falsetto saying, Take me to the spaceship. It really take me to the spacecraft. It really fucking annoys me. It really annoys. Me. I can't get And that is why it's not on my list because that, oh, that's like, the, the bit after that. I like when it says like "lift me up" or something. Lift me up. Yeah, yeah. and it's got it's got quite a cool keyboard flourish to it. But the bit before the chorus, yeah, I I can't get. I can't get on board unfortunately, oh, um boom. guys. Yeah, but again, I hated it more I when mean, I saw the video, it's a good video. I mean, it's I like a, a guy I like a guy dressed as a some sort of filthy clown. Um <laughs> I think the lot they, sequence on his face, yeah. I think if they have a, a decent stage of performance, I think they might do well.
0: I they were very charismatic mm. in the performance that I saw, so yeah, I, I really hope they do well. And actually like they even um release the video later than they wanted to because you know they they were going to release it around the time Mm. the war in the ukraine started and they were like you know things are too somber for this bright kind of colorful video so you know glory to ukraine and and we'll release it a bit later and in the performance that i i saw they finished by saying yeah again like uh slava Ukraini." so yeah i yeah I, i i think they're fantastic i i don't know i'm a bit more optimistic since last year the kind of rockier Alternative stuff will do well, but yeah. Did you what did you think of Midnight Gold, the 2016 entry? Because it's a great fucking rock song. And, yeah, that
1: that's yeah. I mean that that, that could be the, the street. A, that could have been sung by the, by the coast, me. Yeah. I mean, or yeah. <laughs> well,
0: the the killers. I thought. yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah. Um, I
1: suppose that that passed it by.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that song by the way is uh, Midnight Gold by Nika Kozhurov and the Young Georgian Lolitas. Check it out, guys. If I think if I had to do a a kind of top five underrated eurovision in general it would definitely be one of them.
1: This is my my last uh, pick on this list. so <laughs> I chose Denmark t- to complete my Scandinavian list and
0: uh, not surprised at all by the like way like I said like like
1: <laughs> I said, I think now I might replace it with Albania. Mm. Um, so this is the band called The Show
0: No, uh, no, no, sorry, Ready. Ready
1: Ready and The Song's The Show It's 33rd, so it's probably not going to qualify And it only had 700,000 Spotify Which is not high for your songs It starts off with uh, the singer on a piano And you think, oh, here you go It's a typical, like, ballad There's, like, strings and heavy emotion And suddenly... She then joins uh, an all female power pop band and there's like guitar solos, and it's got a chorus. It's kind of repetitive, but I don't hate it. And I think maybe because the chorus goes on and on and on, it stayed in my head a little bit like this Swedish one. And I thought, okay, uh, this is quite remember, Memorable, I can't say the fucking word. Um, memorable. <laughs> and um, yeah, but I think maybe they're having their cake and eating it too much. By doing the the half ballad, half rock song, like they're thinking, mm, what songs do you wear on your mission? I know piano ballads, and what other songs do you wear at the moment? I know a rock song, and they kind of mashed it together. So I think maybe mm. is them trying too hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was one of my lesser favorites for sure. Although, like you, so I was listening on Tidal, mm. and their, their image flashed up right. So I saw these four attractive women looking like Joan Jet mixed with skin yeah, and I I thought like right okay so this is these are the rock people coming on, and then it starts as a ballad, and I was like, Well, this doesn't match at all what they look like, and I'm like, okay, that's a pleasant surprise, but then I was like, oh no, but it's a bad ballad. Then the rock comes in, and you're like, oh, okay, this is this is much better, and it, it does it gets stuck in your head, it really mm. really gets stuck in your head. But I'm afraid I prefer the show by Girls Aloud. 5.5. <laughs> five <laughs> don't, five. Don't
1: we all? <laughs> I, I I'd give this a six, but partly i won't be seeing it in the final oh, oh, sorry denmark
0: um, what's your next pick totally different tack now let's go to serbia um right so this started and i was like what the actual fuck is this song this is so weird how how can this you know be the entry and then i was like is she saying Meghan markle what mm. what's happening so i listened and i just kind of let it wash over me um and then watched the live performance and thought, wow, what is, what is going on? And then did a lot of research into into this song. So it's called sano by Constraca from Serbia. And yeah, I think it's been characterized as satire because, um, in the, so I think sano is Latin for a healthy body. And in the live performance, basically she is, the singer is sitting on a chair, just a normal chair, and she's washing her hands in a bowl. And her five backing singers are in the darkness and have towels wrapped around them. And she's just constantly washing her hands. Uh, and then, you know, at one point gets gets them the towel dried. Um, so, yeah, it made me be like, is this about someone with OCD? What's, what's happening? And when, then when I read that, like, yeah, um, apparently one of her ex-bandmates died of leukemia. And that might have been because he didn't have uh, health insurance. So it could be that, it could be rated to to COVID-19. And she herself has said that like, you know, uh, as an independent artist, she can't afford to fall ill because she doesn't have health insurance. And, um, but there's there's multiple layers and it could be about COVID-19. And when they asked her about Meghan Markle, they say, she said, the newspapers say she has beautiful hair, even more beautiful than Kate Middleton's hair. Let's not lie to ourselves. Kate has beautiful hats and Meghan has beautiful hair. Meghan is also exiled and we support exiled people okay right um and then reading more into it i think it's also meant to be a critique about how female artists are viewed so you know the lyrics talk about like dark circles around the eyes point point out to liver issues uh dark spots around lips might mean you have an, an enlarged spleen yes mm-hmm. enlarged spleen in your vision because an artist she has to be healthy it's such a fortune that the autonomic nervous system exists so i think it's basically performance art and like incredibly deep and they've compared it to marina abramovic who's you know the the famous serbian performance artist and i very sincerely doubt it'll make it through but i adored the song i I adored it even i i adored the song and then it was elevated by by knowing more about it and yeah a 9.5 out of 10 for me
1: well this is ninth favor to win <gasps> yay I, Go I, was, I was not expecting them because yeah this is like this is art This is not It's
0: total art <laughs>
1: There's not a pop song at all And yeah I was like What the fuck is this happening here Because mm. I was watching the YouTube video Have you seen the actual music video? No I haven't It starts off with her and a guy Eating like loads of chicken Horribly In front, in front of a mirror and Right I've, I've, And then it cuts to her Then doing the washing I'm like what the fuck is happening um, mm. So I'm happy that you re- Delved deeper Because I didn't really Know what to uh, What it was about After mm. reading the lyrics Out of context My only issue is I think melody wise It is kind of lacking her vocal style isn't your typical affair for Eurovision. So I'm surprised it is not because I, I would be surprised if because obviously if you don't know what she's singing about because she's singing in Serbian, people might be a bit bemused by the whole affair. But,
0: right, the biti strava, biti strava, I'm like, I mm. didn't know what that was. Uh, and it means I did look this up, but I've forgotten now. It means be healthy. So she's she's going, be healthy, be healthy. And again, I was like, I don't know what she's saying, but That bit at least is quite catchy, so it might be enough to hook people, fingers crossed.
1: And what's your final choice?
0: So my final choice, uh, and Fran was like, did you know who this was when you picked it? (laughs) Uh, And yes, I I did from the language. It is Ukraine, guys. Um, Yeah, when it started, I was like, I think this might be Ukrainian. And I hear a flute that I've heard before because uh, this is entrance the flute player from Go A, isn't it? again uh-huh. so the song is called stefania by the kalush uh, orchestra and i've put folk rap ukrainian yes please so yeah they took their name from the city where they formed in 2019 and i think this is another one that has a lot of stuff thrown at it but it works so it moves between like these slow sections pop sections there's a rapper that i think looks like the ukrainian jk from jamiro Choir. he's wearing a pink knitted bucket hat love it um it's meant to be an ode to mothers uh and yeah they they, i really read a breakdown of like the song is in two stars and the chorus the song uses typical folk lyrics short sentences with long vowels the verses on the other hand contain much longer lines which are performed much quicker compared to the slower chorus creating the typical rap flow that fans are used to and one of the key words is "koliskova," which means lullaby which is a symbol for good memories that the narrator has of their of their mother i knew Pretty quickly that it was Ukraine. Or I guess pretty quickly that it was Ukraine. Um, uh, and yeah, I th- I th- I think it's very likely that they'll win nine out of ten.
1: So how did you know it was Ukrainian and not like Georgian or Latvian or Azerbaijan? A,
0: like just from the few band, like from listening to Goe, from listening mm. to uh, Onuka, who were the interval act that I keep banging on about all the time. J- just from that, because I was like, it could be Russian, mm. uh, but I was just like. I- it was that thing of like i think this is ukrainian and when the when the flute came in i was like i have heard this sound before so it's like listen if it was a pub quiz i would guess ukrainian but i wouldn't necessarily expect to uh to be proved right but in this case i was so i can feel very smug about it obviously do you know so was this chosen before the war started or i actually don't know i, I haven't looked this up um
1: and where are they now are they safe somewhere or... uh,
0: yeah i don't because go away for example we're meant to come to love and now and they're coming in october but it is kind of like war permitting
1: yeah i heard it blind and mm. yeah it was not really my bag unfortunately i like Ukraine's last century i had more of a zap to it it instantly mm. blew me away i think yeah i'm not a fan of your hip-hop or the folk in it really although i think it will stand out because it's not any other songs that sound anything like this regardless of it being ukraine i think it will always stand out because it sounds completely different to most of the tracks we have but um yeah um i'm sure that when they're playing people will be going mental so it'd be yeah. quite a, a a brilliant uh, performance to watch, and like I said today, you know, that the, if they don't win, I would be absolutely fucking shocked.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I but I think I don't know. You, you saw the live performance, right? Like people were going already. Like, mm.
1: yeah,
0: you know, they, they were getting they're getting people to clap as well, which I think is always a, a winner. So, yeah,
1: so I was wondering, is like, was that in the Ukraine, like before? Well, I don't know, mm.
0: but um, as we've been talking, I've been looking up an article from Deadline. So apparently, the Ukrainian government has given the orchestra permission to tour. So I'm guessing they're still uh, they're still in the Ukraine. And actually, I didn't know any of this. So they were initially the runners up to represent the country. However, the original winner, Alina Pash, had previously visited Russian-controlled Crimea in 2015. <laughs> so they collectively decided uh-huh. that she shouldn't take part. And they were told days before the Russian invasion of Ukraine and um, one of the guys said the dates were very close so I had mixed feelings but I'm happy I can help my country with my music it is the biggest way I can be useful right now people cannot think a lot about music now as there are much more important things to worry about how to survive how to find food for your family And the dancer in the band won't be going to Turin because he's in the territorial defence forces. So yeah, and also,
1: but and then there's the next question but if they do win, obviously they can't host it next year. I seem so. You you don't, you don't
0: know, will you? Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing they would host with somewhere like Poland or you know co-host with uh, with someone like that. I mean, listen, you know, quite somberly, we're recording this just as Moldova's going through shit, so who knows what's what's going to happen next. So, yeah, how are you... What do you think it's going to be like? How are you feeling about Eurovision 2022 in general?
1: So, this will be the first time we've had a full house, because last year it was like a, a small amount of people who were allowed inside, wasn't there? So, what's it live?
0: Um, oh, yeah, well, let's watch more. Well, yeah, there was definitely a lot more masks and restrictions.
1: I think they had like only 1,000 people allowed in. Um, mm. in that, so, it'll be a full house and a tour um, Yeah, it's, we've got a great mix of talent. And... Yeah... Although it's hard, isn't it? Because will every country be giving Ukraine 12? And then if you don't, are you going to look like dicks? So it's going to be one of those, isn't it? You know,
0: I don't think a lot, everyone will give 12, but I think there'll be a lot of eight twelves. Um, and yeah, I think, I think the Ukrainian performance is good anyway. Like it made my top five anyway. So if it makes other people's top fives... Who knows what's going to happen, but yeah. Before we finish this, I think we should shine a light on our our respective countries, Fran. So we we have to <laughs> do, do we have to, or? I mean, I want to. You can just let me talk. <laughs> but yeah, starting with uh, with Belgium. So what what did you think of the? Well, maybe I shouldn't ask you because maybe you, you can't remember.
1: This isn't too bad, I see this song, uh, yeah. Miss You. Um, yeah, I I, I kind of liked it, but it didn't make uh, my shortlist, but. I probably only heard it once and I think it was just perfectly fine.
0: Well I wrote so I, I thought it was a bit better than fine. So this is Jeremy Macchiese with Miss You. I thought he was very similar to Switzerland from last year, oh, yeah. and not too dissimilar to Belgium's 2015 entry by Loic Notet. I don't know if you remember that one at all. It was a no. you know, catchy, catchy pop song. Yeah, I want to talk about him because uh, he's a very interesting guy. So he was born in Antwerp to Congolese parents and has settled in Brussels and apparently lives down the road from me from from what I, from what I can gather <laughs> from, from the internet. Mm. Um, and his inspirations are a lot of Americans, Michael Jackson, Otis, Redding, Aretha Franklin, but also uh, Damso and Stromae, the, the two Brussels rappers. And he's, trilingual basically he's he, he's bilingual in french and dutch and obviously speaks english so yeah i really i really wish he had a better song because he has an amazing voice and and won the voice, uh belgium mm-hmm. but uh but yeah i i'm really keen to see what the staging is going to be like come on jeremy
1: <laughs> so the uk have sam Ryder, a tiktok and, star yeah he was a, a semi- popular musician but for enjoying covid he went big on tiktok by doing covers and he's mm-hmm. now had a hundred million global views so i guess the uk have gone right he's got a, a lot of fucking views let's put him in it mm. sadly he's fuck He's like it's so bland it's like mika it's a really sickly Ooh, crap paolo,
0: paolo would be happy to hear oh, that. really well yeah, no mika, t- mika.
1: mika has some good moments but when mika's bland it's it's quite horrible and this is really I mean it, it didn't make my worst five but it's not good and his voice is kind of annoying and I don't think it would do well. I'll vote, I think it's, like, in the top five favourites to win because of maybe TikTok. But, you know, Europe fucking hates us, especially now. So good luck, mate.
0: Yeah. Um, very similar to yours. So I I will give you my notes because they're very short. I've written, better than the average UK offering. His voice is great. Given that it's called Space Man. Hilarious that it's not David Bowie. It's fine. <laughs> That's it. Like you, I, don't, I didn't think it was bad enough to make my bottom five but it just it's not that it's bland but it's just doesn't feel realistic i don't know i don't know what it is like it doesn't have soul that's it 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 doesn't have soul it's just it feels like right man with a good voice let's get him singing something about being in space randomly is that really his vibe like he looks quite sort of hippie-esque as he well, does, so... A
1: bit like Newton Faulkner, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't like his voice, to be fair.
0: Again, it could depend on the on the night, because his voice is really good, and that could transcend uh the song, but let's see.
1: Yeah, you, haven't, you haven't spoken about Portugal, so I yes. I put them on my shit list until I saw them live, and live, it's decent. I like the live version, so therefore it saved it from the shit list.
0: Um. So, even before I saw it live, I put it... Like, I... I really, I really wanted to put it on the list, but then I was like, oh, I think I'm going to get accused of, of being biased, and so I didn't, and I substituted it with Albania. So they that, that was the two that I was mm. kind of fighting over. Um, I love this song because, number one, it's so different from what Portugal normally puts forward. And, I mean, yeah, I, I think I am biased, because it's different from what Portugal puts forward. Soldad is a fantastic Portuguese world. Oh, God. sold is a fantastic Portuguese word. It's untranslatable. Uh, so the way that people define it it's like a deep emotional state of melancholic longing for a person or thing that is absent so for example if you miss someone you don't say i miss you you say things so which is like you know it's i guess it's like a a shorter way of saying like oh kind of without you i'm nothing sort of thing so it's it's quite a, a dramatic word um and yeah there's this very dreamy quality and flamenco clapping that I think makes it stand up from literally any other song from this year. And then, yeah, live with the with the backing singers, it's mm. absolutely beautiful. So I really hope it does well. Nine out of ten.
1: So that completes our Your Vision Song Contest special. Um, any final thoughts, Babs?
0: Any final thoughts? Um, I, yeah, I think the fact that, you know, there's war in the Ukraine going on and I'm probably going to be watching it with Ukrainian people is probably going to make it... More emotional than than your average, and yeah, I don't know. I I always hope that there's more and more watches every year, and people are, are converted to this as a religion because, yeah, I think I prefer the religion of Eurovision to Christianity myself. Um, yeah, I I can only hope for that, especially from the English speaking world in England. I mean, Australia obviously loves this. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think once again, there's huge diversity, good. Good bands, good production, good beats. And I'm really looking forward to it. You? And, well,
1: I guess this is the first time that the Russian people will realise they've been left out. And, you mm. know, if we make a loudness voice, maybe, hopefully, it will shake up some people in Russia. And who knows what can happen? Who it's knows? It's like,
0: it's, uh, I don't know if you remember, but Ein bisschen Frieden, the Nicole song about peace, the German peace song that my oh, dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we repeat that globally? Mm. Who knows?
1: Yeah. So uh shout out loud. Let Russia hear your views and good luck to all 40 artists and see you next year, guys.
0: Slava Ukraini.
1: Indeedy, didy.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed our Eurovision picks. Do you agree or disagree? Get in touch. You can email us overunderratedmusicpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at OU Music Pod on Twitter and at overunderratedmusicpod on Instagram. Enjoy this week of European loveliness, the songs, the vibe, the performance, and as ever, fuck Brexit. Bye.